Hello and welcome to our devotion today. We're continuing our devotions from Faithful Families for Advent and Christmas. Uh, we are in the third week of Advent, so we are celebrating joy, which we did yesterday. If you missed worship yesterday, it's up on our YouTube channel and it was um, an all-music program and uh, all the, the message that we said was written by Sherry Simon. She let me join in, but uh, it was all her and it was a lot of fun and um very joyful and uh, nourishing for the soul. So if you didn't check it out, please go do listen to it again. Um, today we're going to focus on uh, Mary's song of praise, uh, which can be found in Luke chapter one. Uh, when I think about joy, I think about her response to the angel Gabriel after she said, what were you thinking? Asking, what do you mean it's going to be me? After she uh, accepts and says yes, that the joy comes after she says yes. So uh, here's what it says in the book. Uh, so, and Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed for the mighty one has done great things for me and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. The devotion today says, when Mary found out that she was pregnant, she went to visit her cousin Elizabeth, who was also expecting a baby. When the two met each other, Elizabeth's baby, John, jumped for joy. Mary was so happy she sang a song of praise to God. We just read the beginning of this song, and it, but it continues in Luke chapter 1. The song is called the Magnificat, which is the first word of the song in Latin. Mary's song of joy continues on to talk about Jesus' important mission to take care of the poor and the needy to lift them up. She says, rich people who do not care about the poor will be punished, the song says. Mary's song reminds us that Jesus' purpose on earth is to take care of those who are vulnerable and needy. We'll talk more about Mary's song because that'll be our scripture in worship for this next week for the theme of love as well. It can fit so many things. Um, but what there are many things I love about the song. It's beautiful. Um, it's full of, it is full of joy and excitement that Mary has an inkling and an idea of how much this baby is going to change the world. Um, but I also recognize there's her action in it, her piece in it, which is saying yes, the willingness to be pregnant, the willingness to not know what the future might lead because she didn't know what Joseph was going to do. She didn't know how people would respond to her and Joseph and this baby. So there are her actions that she can control. But the last half of the song talks so much about what God will do. And that is about lifting up the poor. Um, that is about setting people free, about creating entirely new systems. And I think that part of our joy comes from that we get to participate like Mary. We get to be active participants in building the kingdom of God, of participating in this new reign of God. But also there's joy in the fact that there are parts we can't do that are just left up to God that go all the way back to our first week of hope. Um, that God can handle nation-sized problems. These problems that we can't get our own minds around uh, to understand that we can have deep joy in the fact that God can handle it, that God can be in control of those things. And I think that there can be a lot of joy in that, some release of the burden of us having to do everything. You know, uh, so often in the Christmas season, other than this year, we're so overwhelmed and we're so busy um, and we think we have to get it all done or somehow Christmas won't happen. And yet as Christians, as Christ followers, we know that's not true. 
Uh, we know that Jesus is coming, whether all the presents are under the tree or the meal is the same way or everybody's there or we all have matching sweaters, ugly or whatnot. Um, whether everything gets decorated, Jesus is going to show up in that manger no matter what. And all we have to do is get ourselves there. We just have to get ourselves to Bethlehem, whatever that looks like for each and every one of us. For those of us in the first Christian church family, that usually means getting ourselves to worship on Christmas Eve. Um, and we're going to have two opportunities for you to do that, um, either at 5 o'clock live, uh, a pre-recorded service on YouTube, um, or you can join us uh, in a live Zoom call uh, at 11, starting at 11.15, but the service will start at 11.30, uh, coming from my house. Um, so that there are lots of ways to get ourselves to Bethlehem, but to remember that we have our part in this journey, um, that we are called to lift up the poor, to um, help people who are suffering, um, to speak out for justice, all these things that Jesus taught us to do, but that we can also have joy in the fact that we don't have to do all of it, that a great deal of it is up to God, um, and God is certainly up to the task, uh, and always has been. And uh, our stories of our past tell us that's true. Therefore, we can trust that that's what the future will hold as well. So with that, I ask you to spend this week thinking about joy. Um, and it's obviously different than happiness. Happiness and pleasure and enjoyment are all very short term. They're um, temporary while joy is um, something that lasts, something that's enough, something that um, doesn't um, need us in order to exist just for us to acknowledge and see that it exists. So where will you look for joy this week? How will you participate uh, in creating joy for yourself or for others? Um, it can be from very small things. It can be from really big events. Um, I had a friend, one of my Wabash friends, have two grandbabies born last week, two days apart. That is some very, very big joy. Um, but I also got to speak with a friend for nearly two hours on Saturday who I haven't had a conversation like that with them in five years. And that felt a lot like joy as well. Um, so again, as Sherry reminded us yesterday, it's about our awareness of the joy that is around us. And I know that it can be hard to see this year, but it is still there. It is there in the story of Christmas and it is all around us. So my friends, let's pray. God of joy, we are so grateful for all the ways that you are breaking into the world, that you are in fact building the kingdom and bringing your reign here and now Help us to have eyes to see it and help us to look for the ways that we can participate in it so that we can bring joy, even little bits of it, into the world as well. But help us to see the joy that is already present in our lives. Help us to be able to feel it, to sense it, to see it, to hear it, to know that it is in fact already all around us, brought about by the birth and the life of your Son. Jesus Christ, our Savior. 
Bless us this week. Pour out your spirit upon us and give us the strength we need to do the work you have called us to do. We ask all these things in the beautiful name of Jesus. Amen. As always, my friends, be well, be safe, and this week, be joyful.